Welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is for the adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. And just like you, we are trying to figure shit out. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Drumroll, 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 (laughs) Season 2, which our focus is on purposeful pivoting. And I'm super excited to turn the tables right now and interview Crystal Eicher, co-founder of Serendipitous Rebel, my business partner. I'm excited to have an opportunity to chat for a little bit and ask you questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tell our listeners. (laughs) So how did you get started in this online space? I love that question. So I got started in 2018. We had just moved from Germany. My husband was in the military. I had just had a baby and I was looking at different opportunities to work from home and was ready to dip my toe back into the pool of working after being a stay-at-home mom for the last five years. And I came across an article in a military spouse magazine talking about being a travel advisor, dug into that a little bit and thought, well, I had just lived overseas for however many years and was doing that all the time for free for people anyway, and was ready to try it my hand at it. So I signed up to be an independent contractor under a host agency and started my travel business, Serendipitous Traveler. From there, really dove into it up until 2020 when the pandemic hit. And much like you, everything came to a screeching, crashing halt. (laughs) So I took a little bit of a pivot and a little bit of a turn. And prior to starting my travel business, I had a marketing background from like pre, pre, pre days of before being a stay-at-home mom and before being the military spouse, I had a degree and a background in marketing and event planning. That is the one thing that I really did well in my travel business. The marketing side came easy to me. So I leaned into that together with someone else had launched a membership program and I taught the marketing for that program. And that was that pivot. And started to lean more into that. Wow. So that's only, that's, that wasn't that long ago. Doesn't it, it feel, yeah, it, it feels like, whoa, <laughs> it was a lifetime ago. It really <laughs> yeah. felt like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Well, I think that time takes on a completely different continuum in the online space. So looking back, were you an instant success? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I prefaced with that. I didn't feel like I wasn't a success at the time because I feel like as an entrepreneur, the reality of it is you don't make money in your first year of business. You really don't make money in your second year, traditionally speaking. And the idea is that it's by year three that you start to turn the corner. And truly, I was turning the corner at the end of 2019. I had a lot of bookings, and a lot of really great bookings that were taking place towards the end. And I was in talks with other people about different business opportunities and different 
things coming down the pike. I felt like I was kind of rocking and rolling. And then the universe very (laughs) rudely slapped me upside the head and went, Oh, you're wrong. That is not, that's not going to work for you. Yeah. Well, and, and when I do look back at all of that, I think that I was, and I think you answered this question in last week's episode, did I feel success in that I was doing what I wanted to do? I was working from home, which gave me the flexibility with family. Yes. Was I seeing the monetary rewards from it? No, you know, depends on your definition of success, I guess. And it's different from everyone. Yeah. It's, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned the one, two, three years. I don't recall anyone ever saying to me when I started, except for possibly my father, who was a small, you know, had been a small Mm -hmm. business owner that you don't make money right away. You know, again, we live in this continuum of the online space. Okay. So what was your impetus to make a change? So the natural answer feels like pandemic, right? (laughs) But, you know, I've had a couple other pivots since then. So we started a membership program and I felt, okay, I'm going to lean into my strengths as a marketer and that's what I'm going to teach. And I felt like, okay, we're rocking and rolling, except that there was still just something missing there. Right. What it was, was that I was working 40 to 50 hour weeks on that program Mm -hmm. and I was still not getting the monetary rewards. I found a lot of fulfillment because I loved our members. I still love our members. I really enjoyed what I was doing and I was, dare I say, good at doing it, but again, wasn't seeing the return on investment of my time. I wasn't, I wasn't getting that kind of fulfillment back. And at the end of the day, the monetary fulfillment was a priority for me. It's, it still is. So I actually joined your coaching program, Rebel (laughs) Ready. So you were the impetus of change, but you kind of were like poking at me and kind of picking a little bit at a scab, you know, asking the questions of why are you doing this? And what is it that you're wanting to get out of this? What is the big end goal? And I think it became very apparent very quickly that I, you know, what are my strengths? What do I like to do? The marketing side of things very much so. And so I really dug in and prioritized getting a certification Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm a certified master marketer now. We had a series of other events that led to the closure of that membership program and then pivoted into this. But, you know, the impetus really was, it was just this nagging feeling in the back of my head that just said, Hey, there's just something not right here. I was not happy. And I should have been happy by all accounts of everything else. I was not happy where I was at. And that was true from getting out of the, my travel business to, even closing down that membership program, there was just this gnawing feeling of like, eh, you're again, it was that picking that stab of, eh, this is not, this isn't working. This isn't working. The good thing is, is that you listened to, well, you didn't listen to the picket. You didn't listen to the scab, but you listened to the voice as you picked the scab. <laughs> yeah. The universe sends you messages. Oh, there's no, there's no doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. It's like you get 50 emails and all of a sudden you see one of them and you're like, oh, how did I possibly miss this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. During the, the, the whole change, were you scared? Yes, I was. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like change. 
Mm, And I don't like feeling like I'm disappointing other people. I think that I operate my life like a duck on water. Like I, it looks super smooth, but I'm like paddling like a crazy person underneath to kind of keep up that appearance. It's ridiculous. So I, I was scared to make the change in both cases because I had personal relationships that were on the line at the time, (laughs) personal relationships that I lost in the process of making some of the changes. It was really hard for me to raise my hand and say, Hey, this isn't working anymore because Mm -hmm. I really felt like, man, if I closed down my travel business, that meant that I was just a failure as an entrepreneur. And who the heck was I to try and keep doing this? I had Wendy telling me I was ridiculous. Completely incorrect. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I think when we talk about being scared or being afraid, some of that, a little bit of that is actually healthy. To some extent, it, it gives you an opportunity to decide how much do I care about this as well. Right. And I didn't want to feel like I was letting down. And then when we closed down the membership, I didn't want to feel like I was letting down members. I didn't feel like And then it was, you know, oh my gosh, are we going to do this? And even when you and I started Serendipitous Rebel earlier this year, there was a good amount of fear from me anyway, that's like, oh my gosh, we're going to start all over. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was scary. It was scary. Here's an interesting question that is interesting because, because there's like, it's a two-headed, it's not a two-headed, it's a two-sided question, but how do you decide what to, how, how did you decide? what you wanted to pivot to. It's funny because as your partner, we have probably two very different answers to this. So I kind of stumbled into this because when we were going through our first partnership and we started setting up our CRM with Funnel Gorgeous, and I started diving into that and I just started self-teaching myself how to work that program and how to work that system. And I kind of fell into the Funnel Gorgeous marketer chart world. And from there, I learned about their certification program, FG Society. And a lot of that certification program is that you are tested on offer copy and design. And I thought, well, I as we're creating our offers and I'm writing our sales copy and I'm doing the design and I'm doing it in this platform, it would be super beneficial for our business for me to learn how to do that. And if I'm going to learn how to do that, why not get certified at the same time? (laughs) And truly through that process, my eyes were open to the possibilities that exist in the online space. You know, I came into online entrepreneurship as a travel advisor But the reality is there are so many things that you can do online and work from home. You could be a course creator. You could be a coach. You can be a consultant. You can be a service provider. You could do web. There's just so many different things that you can do and make money doing and make money not in the way that I was making money as a travel advisor, where I would plan trips out two years out for people, but I don't see a dime for that work until much, much, much later down the road. And, you know, really my wheels started turning as far as, oh, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this and not only do this, but really enjoyed what I was doing 
you know, I started taking on service jobs, you know, setting up and doing marketing strategy for people on the side. I started doing things. And, and so I was able to lean into my gifts and lean into my strengths and the things that did come naturally to me really had fun doing it and started seeing the monetary reward of it much faster than what I was seeing as a travel advisor. That leads me to actually my next question. Was it worth it? Yes. <laughs> It was a long, winding four-year road to get here. It's funny because people look back and go, do you have regrets? And I'm like, I wish I'd handled some certain situations differently, Mm -hmm. um, maybe with a little bit more grace. But I think that when I look back at all of the roads that led me here, I can't have too many regrets because it did lead me right here, right now talking to you. But it was, there were a lot of obstacles and bumps in the road to get here for sure. And the question always is, if it's smooth, does that somehow make the, you know, less worthwhile or, or, you know, make, make the end result less sweet, but that's a whole other topic. So now we're going to do what I think is probably the most fun in these interviews mm-hmm. and what dubbed as rapid fire. Mm-hmm. So it's Like what pops into your head when I ask you a question? Are you ready? I'm ready. I like the head bob. No one else. I like bobbing and weaving. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is one system you can't live without? Funnel Gorgeous. I do everything and that it's the Funnel Gorgeous is what we use for our customer relationship management system. For those that you view that are not familiar with it, we will drop a link in the bio because we love this system. But I, I do... Everything for our business is powered by that system. I love that I can automate and systemize so much of our stuff and then not think about it ever yeah. again. I'm super glad too. You have no idea how glad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what gets you out of bed in the morning? My family, being there yeah. for my family, my kids. That is a excellent answer. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Not that they I'm will kidding. never listen to this podcast, so they don't yeah. even know. But yeah, no, they're my they're my reason for getting up and doing all the hustling. Yeah. So what do you love about being an entrepreneur? I love how much it challenges me. Mm. I've been more challenged in the last four years, and I've grown so much in the last four years based mm-hmm. on those challenges that I think it really pushed me a lot further and faster than any employee role Mm -hmm. ever did. And then I love the freedom and flexibility. I took the whole day off yesterday and I went to NASA. It was awesome. It was awesome. Define purpose. Purpose is the connection to what matters. It's the connection to what gets you motivated. And it is the thing that fuels the resilience and the grit that you need to keep showing up in this life. Ah, yes. Excellent. Well, on that note, this has been fun. I know. I can't wait to keep doing this with people. We we can do this more often. We don't generally, we generally have conversations as opposed to one of us asking the other questions. So this has been a lot of fun. So thank you, Crystal. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today. So until next week, Jumbo, Jumbo, Jumbo. Have an well. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. 
You can learn more about our upcoming masterminding opportunities on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. Hey, see you next week. Bye. Bye.